Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. And of course, this past weekend and, you know, kind of Thursday, Friday before that, are the the time of the year for San Diego Comic-Con, which is the largest comic book convention in the country that takes place every year. And calling it a comic book convention isn't quite accurate anymore because it has become uh, this huge pop culture phenomenon where movies get previewed and and video games get played and all the celebrities and movie stars come out to tell you about all of the things that they're making. It's kind of surpassed the world of comics, but comics are still a bit a big part of it. And the intersection between movies and comics is of course Marvel and their cinematic universe. And Marvel was out in full force for San Diego Comic-Con talking about the next phase of their movies, which everyone is kind of anxiously anticipating more news for. Obviously, Endgame uh, just happened. We, we've got Spider-Man Far From Home, which is kind of the first post-Endgame film. And we're all kind of really wondering what the Marvel Universe in movie form looks like going forward. They have to, We have to figure out what the heck this story is going to be. So Marvel kind of laid out their plan for movies uh, that they're coming out. And we've known about most of these movies, but we got some more details about them or full titles and so on. So I, I just want to run down the the list of things that Marvel talked about to kind of give us an idea of what the MCU looks like through 2021. So first of all, this is a mix of movies that will uh, that will show up in your in your local movie theater and TV shows that will show up on Disney Plus. Disney's upcoming streaming service. So the first is the movie Black Widow. May 1st, 2020 is is when that's coming out. Following that is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier in fall 2020, which is a Disney Plus TV series. After that is The Eternals, a movie coming out on November 6th of 2020. And then in 2021, we've got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That is a movie featuring Shang-Chi. After that, in spring of 2021, we have WandaVision, a Disney Plus television series starring, of course, the Scarlet Witch and Vision. And then after that, in, on May 7th, 2021, we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is the full title for the sequel to Doctor Strange, which I am very excited about. And what a wonderful, wonderful title. After that, again in spring of 2021, we have uh, Loki, which is a television series coming to Disney+. Then in summer 2021, we have What If, another television series coming to Disney+. And then in the fall, we have Hawkeye, again another television series coming to Disney+. And rounding out the batch of things they had news for was a movie, November 5th, 2021, Thor, Love and Thunder. So let's break down each of these just very, very briefly. So first up, Black Widow. Obviously, Black Widow takes place before the events of Avengers Endgame. Not to spoil anything too much there, uh, but Black Widow, you know, it kind of needs to, to be before Avengers Endgame for, for this movie to exist. 
Uh, we don't know a ton about the film thus far. We do know that, that David Harbour is going to be in the film, of course, from Stranger Things. And we know from San Diego Comic-Con that Taskmaster is, is going to be the main villain for the Black Widow film. So, should be a cool one. I'm a lot less excited about this movie since it doesn't progress the storyline post-Endgame. We are looking back in time to figure out what Black Widow was doing before the events of Avengers Endgame. Nonetheless, it should be a fun romp, and, and I'm kind of excited about seeing Taskmaster uh, and kind of what he's up to in this film. Then, of course, we have The Eternals, which is a movie that we found a bit more out about here at San Diego Comic-Con. The Eternals, if you don't know, they're, they're a race of these kind of immortal aliens. They're sent to Earth by the Celestials to protect mankind from the Deviants. The Deviants being kind of this um, ugly mutant race. And the cast of the Eternals seems pretty cool. So Angelina Jolie is is joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's playing Thena. Salma Hayek is playing Ajak. And uh, also in the cast, Kumail Nanjiani from Silicon Valley. Uh, he's great. I, I really am a huge fan of him and really, really excited to see him join the MCU. That's super, super cool. And knowing kind of how big of a fan of this stuff he is, I'm sure that he is just out of his mind over that thing as well. The television show Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, will will circle around Baron Zemo as, as the villain. Of course, we have seen Zemo in Civil War, the Captain America Civil War film. Daniel Brawl played the character there and will be reprising his role for the television series. And apparently an image was shown at the panel with Zemo in his more traditional comic ma or purple mask from the comic series. So, very cool if you are a fan of Zemo from the comics. He's going to be looking a lot more like you would expect in this television series. Moving on to the Shang-Chi movie. Again, this is a, a character that not a lot of people know a ton about, most likely. But the character will fight the Mandarin in this series. If you recall way back in Iron Man 3, the Mandarin was kind of the villain in that movie, but it wasn't really him. It was all kind of a, a ruse, and the Mandarin, at least in that film, was purported to be kind of a, a myth that was being perpetrated. Turns out the Mandarin isn't a myth. He's actually real, and he leads an organization known as the Ten Rings, which is the same group that kidnapped Tony Stark in the original Iron Man. So it's cool that Shang-Chi is bringing out the real Mandarin after we got the fake one in Iron Man 3. Uh, after that, WandaVision is, is the television series that I think is the worst named TV show that I've ever heard of. Um, Marvel describes this as a mega event series unlike anything they've done before, which is saying a lot for a made-for streaming service TV show. The other interesting piece of WandaVision is that it is, it's taking place after the events of Avengers Endgame. And again, slight spoiler here, Vision gets killed. So this is a television series starring Vision that takes place after Vision dies. Um, according to the actors, this is, quote, gonna get weird. So I'm not really sure how that's going to work. Um, they described it as kind of finding out more about like what makes Wanda tick, what makes the Scarlet Witch tick. So I almost wonder if Vision doesn't get absorbed into her psyche or something weird like that. And maybe the title, 
their name being being merged together, one division, it's because they as an entity have merged together and maybe maybe vision exists only in her brain or something odd like that. That's going to be my early on prediction for WandaVision. Moving on from there, Doctor Strange 2 is a film probably in this batch that I'm most looking forward to. Doctor Strange 1 was really, really great. And I really love that character. I love what they can do with him on the big screen. And it seems like they're doing some really cool stuff. The the quote that I pulled from the panel was that, quote, just because Quentin Beck makes up lies about the multiverse doesn't mean it isn't real. So this film will, will feature Doctor Strange exploring the multiverse and will, quote, dip into a gothic horror tone. So they're going to, in their words, try and destroy Doctor Strange a bit which is a fantastic uh, d- direction to take this film. I think I think of all the Marvel characters, Doctor Strange is one that benefits the most from uh, being broken down. You know, he, the core of his character is kind of losing everything, hitting rock bottom and building himself up from there. And that character just just works so well with just being um, down on his luck, being ragged, losing almost everything, and fighting back from it. Those are some of the best Doctor Strange comics. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear that they're continuing to go that direction for Doctor Strange 2. And also, interestingly, um, the, the Scarlet Witch, Elizabeth Olsen, is joining the cast of Doctor Strange 2, so the events of the WandaVision TV series will play into the Doctor Strange film. From there, we have the Loki TV series, which has a pretty confusing setup. So, of course, Loki, again, spoilers for the Avengers films, died in those movies. He was he was fighting alongside Thor and was killed. However, if you remember in Endgame, they go back in time, they have their time heist, and there is a version of Loki from the past that steals the Tesseract. So that happens in the movie. It's, it's a setback in the film. They move on and end up working around it. And that version of Loki that steals the Tesseract is never mentioned again. That, that act of that version of Loki stealing the Tesseract is the branching point, the setup point for this Loki television series. So the, the Loki that's in that series is a Loki from the past that is exploring off into a branching alternate uh, timeline because of the events of of Avengers Endgame. Very weird stuff, multiverse-creating type stuff, uh, and really mostly an excuse to just keep Loki around so that we can have a TV series about him. The Hawkeye series is one that, that is very interesting to me, at least in concept. So in the series... Hawkeye will be training Kate Bishop, who is a character from the comic books, who is a young girl who, uh, after being trained by Hawkeye, becomes the new Hawkeye. He passes the mantle down to her, um, which is super cool. Like, he doesn't make her Hawk Girl or anything like that, or the Hawk Kid. She just becomes Hawkeye. She is Hawkeye. And in the comics, she's awesome. She has an attitude. She's a really great character. So I kind of suspect that the Hawkeye series is going to be the transition point where Hawkeye, the character, might continue in the Avengers films and the kind of the joint films, but I bet they continue as Kate Bishop Hawkeye instead of of Hawkeye as we've known him up, up until now. So 
that should be pretty cool, and it should be a pretty good good television series. Again, rounding out the, the TV series that we know about so far is the What If series. So we found out during Comic-Con here that Jeffrey Wright will voice the Watcher. He's, of course, the main character from Westworld. And many, many, many of the actors from the cinematic universe will be showing up to play their characters. And uh, it's a huge laundry list of, of people who have been in the, in the Marvel films. And again, this is a TV series that is going to be uh, focusing on the multiverse of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The whole, uh, the whole next couple years of the MCU revolves around the multiverse, as you can tell for how many times I've, I've said that. What If, if you don't know, is a Marvel comic series where each issue basically poses the question, what if? So things like, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? What if Spider-Man had the power cosmic? Things like that. And they'll write a story in the comics focusing on that what if question. It's basically the comic book equivalent of the things that comic fans sit around and do at the comic shop. It's just, you know, in in the form of, of, of a comic. So what if probably will end up being an anthology series, kind of an Elseworlds tale, where we get to see these crazy things, crazy different takes on the character. We get to see, you know, uh, actors showing back up, playing characters that you know and love, but doing it in completely different ways than you've seen before. So it probably won't be anything that will be that groundbreaking for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole, but it should be a pretty fun series to see kind of the weird and wacky things they come up with to show you in What If. And then finally, the last film uh, that we know about, the last thing that I want to talk about, is Thor, Love, and Thunder. So this is the continuation of the Thor solo movies, and the interesting, notable point here is that Natalie Portman is rejoining the cast. Of course, she has played Jane Foster from the first Thor movie, and she's kind of present and not present in the rest of the movies. She, she wasn't there for the last Thor movie. She doesn't really show up for, for a lot of the Avengers films and stuff, but she's coming back now and she will be the female Thor. So that is a storyline that has been uh, playing in comics for a bit, kind of off and on here, where Thor becomes a woman, essentially. And it's not Lady Thor or anything like that. It's just Thor and she just happens to be female. So they are kind of taking inspiration from that series and doing the same thing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Natalie Portman will be Thor. So there's no indication whether that means that Chris Hemsworth won't be Thor or anything like that, or if there will be two Thors or what the, the script actually holds, but we know at least that for a portion of the film, Natalie Portman is going to be Thor. So that's pretty exciting. That is a reason to be looking forward to that to that film. And of course, same director as Ragnarok, so we can probably expect uh, a same or very similar tone to Ragnarok, which is an absolutely fantastic movie. So I'm really, really excited for Love and Thunder. So that is the wrap-up of all the cool stuff that we heard about Marvel and about the Marvel Cinematic Universe during San Diego Comic-Con. It's always a really exciting time of the year, and it seems like every year at Comic-Con, more and more announcements happen, more and more news breaks. It's kind of become like E3 is for video games. It's become that for pop culture, which is a super, super exciting thing. 
So if you want to check out all the past episodes of Pretty Dece, you can do that. Head on over to prettydeeshow.com. Of course, always check out the YouTube channel as well. You can find that at youtube.com slash And finally, hit me up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Pretty Dece Show.